You are listening to the Inspire Wire podcast with me, your host, Tom Murphy. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Inspire, Inspire Wire, Wire, a, a podcast, podcast where, where ideas are exchanged, exchanged worlds are traveled, and life is experienced. experienced. This, this is, is the Inspire, Inspire Wire, Wire with, with your host, Tom Murphy. Welcome to the first episode of the Inspire Wire. We got a great show for you guys today. I'm interviewing Andrew Haas, a 24-year-old college grad living in Boston, Mass., from my hometown. We talk about a lot of cool things like struggles after college, entering the workforce, the great benefits of travel, and a lot of passions and interests that Andrew has. And, and we uh, get into some really cool topics, so I think you guys will enjoy it. So. Let's kick it to the interview. All right, guys. So this is the interview with Andrew Haas, my good friend from high school. And um, so let's get it going. How are you doing, uh, Haas? Uh, I'm doing actually. I'm doing great today. You know, lovely Sunday, and uh, it's good. Uh, thanks for having me on here. Yeah, thanks, sir. Thanks for coming on. It's uh, it's been a while. Um, since we've really got time to talk, what you've been up to these days? Uh, specifically on a on a day to day basis, you know what I'm doing for work or? Yeah, well I know that you're uh, in a travel agency. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how that how that's going? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, definitely a a job that I didn't see myself getting into out of school. I really had no idea, but I do work for what's called a tour operator. So we're technically not a travel agency. You know, a lot of people just can say that because it's the travel industry. But we are a tour operator, and we basically send people on these guided tours to 95 different countries across the world. Um, and the piece that I play at this company is I work in the air department, so we get our travelers from uh, the United States to these destinations. And I right now I'm overseeing a team of 12 associates who are uh, – are in our call center and, and work on these flights for our travelers. So it's a re- really, really neat experience. See, I'm learning new things already. I thought it was a travel agency. Turns out it's a tour operator, but that's cool. I mean, you get to send people on these trips, and uh, I'm sure it's definitely a rewarding career in that sense because I don't care who you are. You are like people like to travel and. And um, I'm sure, like, I remember you saying recently you were able to go on a trip because of your work to uh, Germany, I believe, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I got to go on a river cruise in my company, Germany and Austria. Okay, river cruise. Nice. Germany and Austria. So, okay, and you got to visit some, um, what what kind of cities did you visit? What was your favorite part of the trip, too? Yeah, I mean, the premise of the trip was Christmas markets. So it was a really neat take on, you know, we were there for eight days, stopped at a port on each different day, whether it could have been a small town or it could have been a large city like Vienna, Austria. And yeah, we went to the Christmas markets at each one. And I think my favorite part was just trying all the food, to be quite honest. Each each uh, Christmas market and city or town has a different type of sausage or bratwurst. Okay. And they prepare it a special way, and they use a different type of mustard, whatever they do. But each one has a different take on it, and you got to try one at least every market that you go to. So that was my goal was to 
you know, try all the uh, try all the delicacies while I was there. No, that sounds awesome. That's one of those trips that was through your company, so that's really cool to kind of get a sense of, you know, one of the many options that your um, company can provide. Yeah, absolutely. It was not, I, I used to be a salesperson at this tour operator that I worked for, and okay. it was finally nice to get to see what we're selling our travelers, I guess, so nice. to speak. So how did your interest kind of align with this um, job? Did this job opportunity kind of come up through your search? Because, I mean, a lot of us um, guys who and girls who are just coming out of college, their their search range for jobs is really wide. And I know when I uh, graduated, I was searching for all different types of jobs. So how, how did this fit into what you were looking for in, in a job? Sure. I mean... There was a couple of, and I still really don't know what I want to do when yeah. that and done. And I think that's a really tough thing to figure out. And yeah. obviously it's something that a lot of us, you know, students or just students who just graduated are, are struggling with is, is this the career we want to be in? But my career, I kept it to basically New England. I try my career, like a job search, so to speak. Right. Yeah. This place that I kind of ran into was a bit of a, a bit of a shot in the dark, but they came down to, you know, the company values, which as cliche as it's as silly as that may sound, it's, it was extremely important to me. And then, uh, and the fact that I could travel and the travel benefits are what I want to take advantage of because I want to do that while I have the ability to travel with, you know, no wife, no kids, no, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's definitely a factor for sure. Um, and the, the work values and the work environment is kind of what you were mentioning. Um, is that the fact that it was more of a small firm gave you um, the sense that you had more agency or, or more power to kind of being able to move up in the company or, or have more influence within the company as well? Yeah, so I, I thought it was a small firm until I got there. Murph, I'll be honest with you. Okay. I, the headquarters has 650 associates. Okay. And the company worldwide is 2,500. So it is a lot larger than I than I imagined. Um, for the amount of business we do, it makes sense that we have that many people. But it's definitely the kind of climate and atmosphere where you have the ability to move up, though. There's no doubt about that. And I yeah. have, I mean, like I told you, I have now a team of 12 direct reports. So yeah, that's a lot awesome. different. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty sweet. It's a lot different than when I started because obviously I started in a well, I started in a customer service role, moved into sales, and then air, and you know, now I'm a supervisor in, in the air department. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, a lot of people when they're searching, it's difficult to to judge what really matters to them because a lot of us haven't had that real world job. We've had our summer job, and we don't really know until we get there what really is going to be important for us and that's and, cool. That's cool. And what and what I'll say to that is, you know, a lot of people, you know, will look for how much they're going to make and, you know, where will this get me? Instead, sometimes of thinking of, you know, what is this company all about? Do they treat their people right? Do they do the right things? I mean, that stuff is extremely important. I don't think should be overlooked. Yeah, and and that's also one that you really have to do your your homework on. That it's not always going to be out right there in front of you. All these are your benefits. Um, it's a little more uh, under the radar, but yeah, that's cool. 
And, uh-huh. and one, one thing that I did, I mean, this piece of advice that I got from my aunt who was in HR for the longest time was, you know, yes, you're going on interviews to these companies and, and they want to get to know you, but you're also interviewing them. Uh, right. That's, that's so it really, true. It really set a perspective for me. And it's interviews have been totally different since, since I got that advice. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And, and this job is in Boston, obviously. Um, and you've been out there for a few years now. Uh, how's life been in Boston? I know you've been living um, on your own in an apartment with a few guys now. So what do you have to say about Boston life, apartment life, real world? Yeah, I've been in Boston for a year and a half. Been in this apartment on my own for you know six months now. And it's it's been awesome. It's yeah. been awesome. Uh, and Boston's just an unbelievable city. I mean, you've come up here. It's yep ton of young people it's easy to travel around there's different sections of the city that have different things going on and always a place new place to grab a food or drink and the way that you know mobile dating is going on now you can meet people that you never would be able to meet and go out and friends can meet up i mean it's just really neat it's really neat yeah i i've loved uh visiting boston and i'm sure living it is a whole different uh whole different animal um Speaking of Boston, you're also involved in a um, – you got a job, a part-time job um, with uh, BC Athletics. Yes, yes. I work uh, for the external operations slash marketing department in, uh, in athletics. It's been, uh, it's been an unbelievable you know, job to have on the side. It's really a dream coming true for me. Yeah, I'm sure that – that kind of job is not only just a lot of fun, but also you get exposed to a lot of uh, other cool people, a lot of cool organizations and opportunities. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I'm a little disappointed the boys haven't come up and see the game, but, yeah, uh, you know, the season just ended yesterday. You know, we had our, you know, our final home game, and a couple friends from school came up, and it was just like it was neat to have them see what I do on a daily basis, on a on a in-game basis because you know, I tell people what I do and they're just like, ah, yeah, sure, whatever. And then they see me out there and it's like, oh, wow, this dude is actually like conducting the crowd and I can go yeah. into what I do if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, tell us a little bit about it. I, I, I think I know a general gist of it, but. Absolutely. Yeah, you probably do. I mean, I'm the in-game MC for the men's basketball team. So uh, Conti Forum, where the BC men's basketball team plays, uh, Every four minutes in the in the half of a basketball game, there's what's called a media timeout. And during those media timeouts, the TV will will cut to commercials, and then you know the it's the in-house job to provide entertainment for the fans. So that's what I do through promotions that our marketing team sets up, uh, and you know other companies that want to advertise during our games. So whether it's half-court shots, t-shirt tosses, uh, golf putts. Right. Uh, doing hashtags in the stands. I mean, it, it's it's a really neat thing. Get I, I engage with the audience, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool, and it's definitely kind of up your alley. Just based on what I know about you, you kind of did um in college. You did you were on a radio broadcast, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? You're correct. correct. Yeah, nice. Doing some sports talk and. Uh, you always had, you know, uh, you're a big soccer fan. You always 
did our like soccer commentary just random you know um which was awesome um is is that something that you know you're looking to continue um whether it's being an mc being a radio host something something where you can continue that you know have uh a hobby or passion you know Absolutely. You know, I, I look at it as a passion. Yes, it's a it's I, I currently right now I don't get paid physically monetarily. You know, they pay me in tickets and, you know, gear and whatnot. But it's definitely something I'm pursuing on the side. You know, I, there's a rhyme and reason to me doing this. It's great exposure at Boston College. It's an awesome opportunity that I've been granted. So I'm taking that and I'm running with it. And I'm hoping to, you know, get further exposure because there's radio broadcasts and television companies that are at every single game. And I'm, you know, fostering relationships with those professionals. Um, and I'm also just building my resume. I'm having video taken so I can, you know, use it on like a, like a video reel. Uh, because the end goal is to be a professional microphone talent. I would love to, there's nothing that I would love more than to do that. Cause that to me would not be work. And I would, you know, do being something I truly doing something I truly love. Yeah. That, that sounds awesome. So just for people out there who maybe are interested in that as well, yeah. how did you go about getting that job as the MC? I mean, timing's everything, as they say. Uh, but I have a very good friend and one of my best friends and my, one of my roommates here in Boston. Um, he was an intern at BC at the time. And they, he needed, a, on a whim, he needed a public address announcer for like a women's soccer game fall of 2015 now i think it was and and i said yeah i I can i can do the game he's like yeah i know you live in northbridge when i was like yo i live in newton literally the same town bc (laughs) and he was like oh shit well yeah come on over and do the game that's awesome i mean i did that one game and the people that were there were like wow this guy actually knows what he's doing we thought we were just getting jumped some joe schmo to cover so i specifically did public address announcing in college and it was like wow okay that helped that helped open the door for me yeah that's that's a cool little story i i fear i really feel like that is how it works a lot of the time is that you have the skill set but a lot of times it's just a mixture of things that lead you to that job or to that opportunity and that's awesome for you that it happened that way yeah I mean, like I said, it was time. Timing was everything, and I got to give a lot of credit to my buddy uh, Mikey. He's, yeah, he got he got my foot in the door in Boston College, and I, I haven't looked back since. It's been great. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, and I think one thing that you do a good job of is, and you always have, is kind of being very interactive and social um, with a lot of people, and. Um, you know, you do a good job of establishing social connections and keeping them. And I think that is one of the things that really, regardless of what you're really interested in, is crucial to getting those opportunities. Because like you said, you got that opportunity from a friend and whether or not you guys had been talking for a while, the fact that you just have a pretty large network of people it really goes a long way. I, yeah, I think that's true. I think that's true. And I do have to give a lot of credit to you know, Nichols College and where I was being raised and the way I was raised and, you know, in the group of friends that we had growing up. I mean, because, you know, we were taught to be social. And yeah. then Nichols College, where I went to school, is really what, you know, 
took those all to the next level, the networking and the opportunities and the people that I met there, the alumni, the events I went to, because I, I was very involved in college and it paid off because I got to meet so many people. And this opportunity at this uh, tour operator that I work for actually came from, you know, administrator at Nichols college, her daughter was working for them at the time. So it's, it's just amazing the way that things link up and you never know who you're talking to when you introduce yourself. So just always being on your game, I guess is important. Yeah. And the, and the other thing is, a lot of people may have similar interests and goals and things like that, but it's it's hard to make that first step to kind of put yourself in a position where you can get those opportunities and kind of. I know I was kind of in the, I was kind of one of the more, you know, not shy but like hesitant to kind of get involved, especially in college because for a number of reasons. But I think one of them was the fact that I was involved in two sports and other than that I wasn't really really looking for another type of extracurricular and that definitely I think hurt you know the opportunities that were there in college because college is a huge opportunity because there are so many different clubs so many different resources there and that's just one thing that for anybody who's trying to try out something different they need to really reach out to whatever is available to them and there's no question or or call or or research that is is foolish because whether or not you get anything out of it it's helping you to kind of uh see what's out there so right and see what you like too that's important and i i would speak to you know you playing two sports i think that that's an unbelievable experience in its own right I mean, yes, you, you may not have had the most free time in between those to do other things and explore other options, but the bonds you created with those people and the connections you made and teamwork and striving towards a common goal, is those are all important character-building things. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, but to speak to people who don't play a sport or, to, or don't join clubs or things on campus, it's kind of a detriment to what they're, what they're doing there. You know, it's 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 not going to help them because anybody can go to class and drink on the weekends. It's really what you do outside of that that makes your experience that 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 much more worthy or valuable or or so on. No, I miss college, no doubt about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but okay, so um, what uh, what is your next uh, travel plan? I, I don't know. You just went to Germany, but if you were to get another trip. I'm sure you have in mind a few of your uh, company's little uh, plans that you'd love to take advantage of. Oh, yeah. I got, I got a running list at all times. Yeah, Tom. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, but I actually am leaving the country on Thursday. Wow. You have to guess where I'm going. <laughs> um, let me think. England? Pick a, pick a continent. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pick Europe just because. Uh, no. So I'm heading, I'm heading to Africa. Africa, that's awesome. I'm going down to Cape Town in South Africa um, because that's where my sister is studying abroad. Oh, uh, right. So, you know, one of the perks of working for this tour operator is we do get a, a good amount of vacation time, and they want us to travel. They want us to explore the world. So I'm heading down there. I didn't go on a trip with the company because our average trip to Africa is 16 days long. Oh, and I didn't have that kind of time, so I'm, I'm only going for 10 days, and I'm 
leaving on Thursday. So I'm, I'm super excited about going. So uh, what? besides checking out the city and th- things like that, do you have any, like, interesting plans? Maybe you're going out to see some wildlife? Oh, absolutely. I think wildlife and um, and the nat- nature is going to be the number one thing that – because my mom's coming with me. Uh, it's going to be one of the main – you know, factor of being there. She's my sister studying at Stellenbosch University, which is a Stellenbosch is a actually a very European like town, 30 minutes north of Cape Town, very wine region. I mean, very mountainous. Um, so, you know, the opportunities to go out and hike and walk her there. And then I also plan on, you know, going diving with the great white sharks. Um, oh, nice. I'm, there's an elephant sanctuary nearby Cape Town that we're going to head to. Um, there's penguin islands that we're going to go to. I mean, a lot of, it's going to be, a, a lot of it's going to be uh, being around, being centered around being outside. That's what we're going to focus on. That sounds awesome. I know I'm definitely, that's one place that I will, maybe not South Africa specifically, but, um, definitely I'd love to check out Africa. Um, I just, I just watched this movie, uh, the new jungle book movie with, um, I don't know. Maybe it's Margot Robbie who plays Jane. Um, I don't know who plays uh, Tarzan, but um, it was really cool because just it was more like obviously a realistic version of Tarzan. It was it was cool to see like Tarzan being just like the bro. He he just he was he was like boys with everybody in in the jungle, which is awesome. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, you're definitely gonna have to tell me how that goes. Um, I've always, I always like hearing about travel experiences because, um, I just in my experience, traveling has totally gives you a new point of view, a new perspective, and and you come back, you never regret a decision to travel, and you always come back with maybe something new that you never thought of or you want to do. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely. I think perspective is the key word that you said there. You always come back with a new one, or you're you're viewing a different perspective. And I'm super excited. You're getting me amped right now. <laughs> this is yeah. Thursday, right? I know. I got a three day work week. I got to get to, and then I'm uh I'm on a flight Thursday morning. But it's a it's yeah. a long flight, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, so we got. A few more questions. One question for you: If if you could kind of um, go back and maybe do a few things over again, seems like you, you know, you're you're in a great spot right now, which is awesome. Um, are there any things that like maybe in college or um, with your with your job that you would like to do over, or any any choices that you'd like to do over? Uh, I actually wouldn't change a thing about my professional career right now. Um, I'm super excited as where it's gone, uh, but definitely if I mean, and I don't, I'm not one to dwell on the past or anything like that. But the one thing in college I wish I did was study abroad. You know, I, I think that's something that, and I think that the lack of doing that pushed me to the job that I'm in right now, and is pushing me to do what I'm doing now with the traveling. So I think it all ended, for, it all went that way for a reason. Um, you know, being an athlete in college, you don't want to be away for a semester. You know, you want to be, you want That's to make true. sure you're playing every season. Yeah, so, you're, the tennis season was spring and fall, correct? 
Right, right. I mean, we, 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 I mean, spring was when your conference schedule was, but yeah, if you wanted to go in the fall, but I was, I just felt like I was going to be missing too much on campus. I felt like I wanted to be there and, you know, I, maybe that was because I was so involved and whatever, but if I could go back, it probably would be study abroad. But like I said, it's kind of led me to this place now. That's cool. Um, what about you? Um, I'm not sure. I think, um, for me, I think maybe I would have just explored some more of my interests. I think, like, the what I'm doing now, like, hopefully getting this podcast going, I think that that was one thing I, I definitely didn't do in college. I also didn't really do any, um, really anything um, as far as clubs go or or, and I also was interested in a lot of, of different subjects at Williams, and I only majored in one. I think if I had majored in um, psychology as well, which I was on track to do that, but I ended up not doing it. Um, I think that would have been really cool, but there's so many different ones that I have, so it's hard to say. But I'm still happy with my decisions, and um, I'm excited for what – what's going to happen next so absolutely yeah absolutely. but speaking of time machines and and things of that nature do you think if you could travel to another time period what where would you travel to uh murph you and your time machines I, i've always felt like you were going to be the person that was gonna make a great break to inventing a time machine i truly do <laughs> that would uh, be amazing <laughs> yeah uh i mean we live in a pretty cool time i mean in terms of technology and where things are going i mean yeah. so i don't know if i would change it but you know if when i think about you know things that we've studied in school and and time periods i guess one that would interest me would kind of be renaissance era okay i don't know maybe I, interesting. a little crazy but the renaissance era and you know maybe living in europe i'm seeing what that was all about i think between that and maybe the industrial revolution in the united states that would have been yeah i think for me uh one one time period would be really cool is well around the time of the industrial revolution kind of during the western expansion that would be really cool you wanted to get you want some land out west murph no not necessarily but the cool thing would be that you could just walk for miles and miles and miles and you wouldn't see another person ever you know um Mm. and there was a lot more wildlife out in the u.s you know it was crazy sure sure it's it's pretty scarce out there nowadays yeah i mean that's that's one thing that i've that that's on my travel list it may seem simple is going to our national parks and exploring the west i mean there's so much out there, and I don't think a lot of people in their lifetime are able to see all that. Yep. Got to stay at your job and settle down. <laughs> but hopefully everybody gets out there and, and travels the U.S. There's so much to see. So, If that was a plug for you to talk about national parks and saving our world and all that good stuff that you're striving to do, big guy, you missed, you dropped the ball. No, I mean, national parks are, are great, but... There, it's just a tourist attraction now. It's, sure. It's, it's, I've been to a lot of them, and I don't know. 
I don't think they're a good representation of what the the land used to be. It's just because the land is really the just the land without um all of its plants and animals uh creating the actual ecosystem or whatever it was, you know. Mm. Um that's the kind of feeling I got. Like I was I was in the place where this huge ecosystem was and now it's kind of gone because people have overrun it kind of thing. But I don't know. I get kind of pessimistic when I think about um I was going to say bring us to a dark place, but that is a very interesting perspective I had never thought of. So I yeah. appreciate you bringing the call on that out. <laughs> but um yeah, so that's kind of why I would want to go back in time to a time where there was less people, but yeah, so any uh speaking of plugs, you got any plugs for us? You got um, anything that uh, the listeners need to check out? It could be anything, like something that you've been reading, something that you're affiliated with, a movie or anything. Do I have any plugs? That's a that's a good question. I didn't come with anything prepared. I have no sponsors today, Thomas. <laughs> uh, but I can do say I can I can I can say you know people who haven't been to you know. Boston sporting events or, or, you know, if they've been to professional sporting events, Boston College is a great place to catch a game. You know, it's obviously less less of a cost, and you still have that college campus atmosphere, which is really cool. So a lot of people don't, you know, don't have a don't have that opportunity to go or don't really tap into that that kind of an event. So I, I think it's really cool in terms of Boston College. Um, I don't have any other plugs here, Murph. I really That's don't. ACC, ACC basketball, right? ACC basketball and football. ACC football is not bad well, either. ACC football is is very good. Um, Come a long way. Yeah, but uh, and if people want to go on uh, extravagant and adventure tour, uh, what's the name of uh, your travel company? Yeah, so I work for Grand Circle. Grand uh, Circle, Grand- everyone. Yep, and we have our adventure travel inside of that is called Overseas Adventure Travel. So. Uh, I don't know if our listeners would be the big our our client our type of client in niche market as you know it's 50 50 year olds and plus for the most part yeah because they got the cash savings they got the cash and the time off that's exactly right but yeah. um, you know I wouldn't discourage them from looking at the site and checking out the tours because um, you know anybody over the age of 13 is allowed to go over 18 with it uh, can go by themselves for sure all right Haas uh, I appreciate you coming on um, it was a good talk, and um, I'm learning more about you and and about a lot of things. So uh, I appreciate that you're taking time out of your Sunday to talk with me. Yeah, I've been happy to do it. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, I always have a lot of fun. And if you want me to come on, and whether you're interviewing somebody else, you know, I'm always happy to ask those people questions if you need, and you know, provide anything to the conversation moving forward. All right, Haas. I will keep that in mind. Thanks a lot, man. No problem. Have a good one, dude. All right. Peace. All right, guys. So that was my interview with Andrew Haas. I really enjoyed it. I thought I learned a lot from it. Um, My big takeaway was that, you know, Andrew, when he went into the workforce, he kind of said, all right, what is is a company going to be able to do for me? And I think he found a great one in this tour operator that, you know, gives him a chance to vacation a lot and and pays for those vacations, and that's a that's a great benefit. And uh, 
I think that's a really important part about finding a job for you. Um, all right, guys. So I really want to get some feedback from you guys about what you thought. If you had any questions about the topics that we discussed, I'd be happy to, you know, talk with you guys about it and mention it on a future episode. Um, questions from the listeners is something that I really want to involved in the making of podcast so make sure you let me know what kind of questions you have i also have a few questions for you guys like for example uh when i posed the question to haas about time machine travel i really want to know what you guys think where would you want to go all that kind of stuff so send me your time travel thoughts and questions um our next guest is dylan griswold he's a former a uh, teammate of mine at uh, Williams College. We were on the baseball team together, and um, we always have some really interesting conversations, and this interview went really well. So I hope you'll tune in to the next episode. One other thing that uh, Haas wanted me to tell you guys about, on May 3rd, he will be a participant on Let's Make a Deal on CBS at 10 a.m., so... Eastern Time. So if you guys want to check him out and see how he does, I'm I know I will. So uh, definitely check that out. All right. So uh, for the next episode of the podcast, we'll be interviewing Dylan Griswold, a former teammate of mine at Williams College on the baseball team. We had a great interview. Our talks always get really uh, interesting, and he's got a great story to share for us that I really think you guys you guys will like. So definitely tune into that. Oh, and uh, if you if you liked the interview and you enjoyed it, uh, be sure to rate and review, five-star reviews. And that's our show, guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.